Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. London's texting. I'm Shauna, and I'm calling you to action, including exhaustive inaction. I'm Spencer, and I was an extra in Agent Cody Banks 1, Origin New York. (laughs) And I'm Tepper, the Trunk Gremlin. This week we'll be watching Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London. Directed by Kevin Allen, released in 2004, the script of which was being written as filming took place. Yep. Oh boy. That makes so much sense. Quality. That's how that's how all the big ones do it, right? <laughs> right? Holy crap. Uh, so Shauna brought this movie to us. Why? Okay, so I liked Agent Cody Banks. I really liked Agent Cody Banks too. And here's the mystery, I can't remember why. <laughs> but I watched it a lot. I watched it a lot as a kid. Um... I even asked me a question before the recording of like, I, did I own the, the DVD? And I realized, no, <laughs> I only watched it when it came on TV, which is impressive because I watched it so many times. There was definitely a period where that was just kind of the only thing they were showing on, uh, what do they call it here? Family Channel? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a mystery to all of us why I enjoyed this so much. <laughs> we'll find out together, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Cheers. It's like it's this movie knows your name. It's always there for you. <laughs> so Family Channel in Canada was like just rebranded Disney Channel more or less, right? Or was it rebranded something else? Or was it its own thing and just bought other people's stuff? As far as I know, it was just rebranded Disney Cause like it pretty much only showed Disney things. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah, like I think it was exclusively Disney things, plus the like weird things that Disney eventually owned. It's weird that that like branding was different in Canada. Yeah, I don't know what the reason for not calling it Disney Channel in Canada would be. Clearly, it's the same reason we had uh, Beasties and not Beast Wars. <laughs> Even though, no, we had Beast Wars. The states didn't, I think. There's weird conflict of what people will tell you they had. I think it's similar to the, the Berenstain Bears oh, uh, yeah. conundrum. Or paradox. Hmm. Uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one. I Even the first one, like, I kind of sort of remember bits of it but not anything clearly so so it's gonna be interesting watching this one yeah this is basically a first time for me because i saw this i think a couple times as a kid and i could not tell you a single feature of this movie besides frankie muniz's inclusion i think i saw this one i have almost certainly seen both at some point on family channel probably not from start to finish and probably not in a useful order. There's definitely scenes that I know would be attributed to this one and not to the first, but that's about the extent of what I can say. <laughs> All right. We're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Uh, Tepper, please describe the poster and let us know what you think it's about. 
Okay. At the top, it, it says, Adventure is an Attitude. Uh, there's like a series of t- TV screens in the background showing different things happening. One is like the English flag. Uh, him with a girl. I'm thinking that's his girlfriend from the last movie. Maybe not. I can't remember what she looks like. Uh, he's hanging off of something. There's what looks like a chef with a big smile on his face. Two guys riding on a motorcycle. Um, yeah, it's just like a bunch of random shots. Uh, and then standing in the foreground is, uh, uh, Cody Banks. I'm, I'm, if, is that his actual name? I'm trying to remember if that's his actual name in the movie. I mean, it's certainly the name they refer to him by in the movie. Whether that's yeah. his civilian name, I am uncertain. Yeah. I, I imagine it is. I, yeah, I would think so, too. And then on the left is a girl in a red and white striped shirt. And on the right is a uh, slightly taller fella in a black leather coat. It's a good thing there's only two guys on this poster. Otherwise, the fact that there's only two names would be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, it says, like, uh, uh, is it Frankie Muniz, or? Muniz, yeah. Muniz, okay. And Anthony Anderson, Agent Cody Banks, two, uh, Destination London. Hey, now, it's Agent Cody, two Banks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Destination London. I I was actually thinking about reading it like that. I was like, this is such a stupid. (laughs) It's written differently on the, uh, DVD covers. It's it sometimes it has a, a hyphen and not a colon. Um, of course. So s- spoilers. Uh, his girlfriend in the first movie looks like Hilary Duff because she is played by Hilary Duff. Oh, this is not Hilary Duff. I will say. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember what she looks like. Uh, all right. So not his girlfriend from the first movie. Now I didn't say that necessarily. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> true yeah there have been yeah yeah okay uh yeah so that's like kind of the poster yeah a lot of blue yeah lot of yeah scenes. lots of blue uh like one notable thing of pretty of all of those scenes more or less they involve the three people on the poster yeah except, except for some just like scenery ones yeah i mean you've seen the first so you could we don't really need to ask you what you think's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I gave I gave a pretty good rundown. <laughs> Between that and like my guessing of the plot of uh, Clockstoppers, <sighs> what a weird time for kids movies. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's do it. I guess. <laughs> All right, we'll see you after the film. I need to commandeer this moped. Talk to me. Give me the bike, man. Look, here's 50p. Now go off and buy yourself a donut. I'll bring it back with a full second of gas. He stole my moped. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? I fucking hate it. Holy <laughs> shit. That was oh, miserable. It, this, this feels like a movie designed to physically hurt me oh it was just oh fuck 
It was so I, bad. Oh, it was so fucking bad. Holy shit. So, okay. I don't like... They want to use mind control in the bad way. <laughs> Let's not even... Like, that's, that's for later. Like, like just, just, just like a foreword of, like, I don't like cringy situational humor. Like... I don't play clarinet and I'm in a room with a whole bunch of genius musical students who think I'm one of them. Like, that to me just like, no, this sounds awful. And the whole movie is like that. And it's just, oh God, I hate it so much. Like, there were sections of the movie where I just had to, like, take off my headset and stare at the ceiling because I was like, I I refuse. I I refuse to indulge this movie at this moment. (laughs) Hey, that's not allowed. We're going to have to start taping you down. Look, in its defense, technically most of the surprise rocket launcher chase scene was not cringy situational humor. It was cringy action. Yeah. And, And, like, what I will say is, is, like, remove the school stuff. And, like, it's passable. Like, it's, like, all right. You know, 2000s. You know, it's like Clockstopper's level. But all the school stuff just dragged that movie down. At least Clockstopper's was fun. Yeah, well, well, and, and, and like, that's what I was saying in, like, our chat was I was like, at least Clockstopper's skipped to the good stuff. Like, oh, this just, oh, I hate it. It hurts me. So, Shauna, <laughs> it seems like you may have differing opinions. Yes. Um, so when the movie started, I was on board with everyone, like, wow, this is bad, this is hard to watch. And then we reached the halfway point, and I don't know what happened, but a turning point happened, and I started to genuinely love it. It was so awful. I was laughing, and just tears in my eyes. It was fantastic. I don't know why Child Me loved this movie. Child Me did not learn to love things, or enjoy things ironically yet, so as a child, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. Don't know why. But as an adult, loved it ironically. It's so bad. It's so funny. I, I, I will say, like, as a so bad it's good, the second half of the movie is pretty solid. Yes. Yeah, the but first the, half could not could not do it. It's just, it, like, yeah, even as a it's so bad it's good, I'm like, no, first no, this first half is not. Like, the camp sequence was kind of that for me, but, like, as soon as he went to London, like, I was like, oh, God, this is, this is real bad. Yeah, the acting was real bad, and oh, the, the creepy so scientist, I couldn't stand him. Oh, the British guy, that, that was, was awful. Why that did they so... Why did they have him? Why Why is the CIA allowed to have secret bases in London with their with their why, own British? You know, why so I... is the CIA recruiting kids <laughs> as agents? I asked all of these questions myself. Like, I, I I know. Credit to Spencer, he was the first one to like talk like talk about it. But like, oh my god, sorry. Well, and like, yeah, I, I like how when the British police find out that like these CIA operatives have like come come over to their country and are running like black ops, they're just like, let's work together. <laughs> we were already investigating this. We'll work together because the sixteen-year-old girl said to because she's the head of the secret department well, at well, no, she's the head of the secret children department <laughs> even worse is when the cia is like when they're like and those people want to use mind control for bad and i'm like as opposed to what the cia would use it for like like what do they think the cia does sorry Tepper, let me answer your question yes exactly 
you really struck to the heart of the issue. But yeah, I did. I did actually. I did enjoy the opening cam sequence. It felt very yeah. like the TV show Recess to me. Mm, like yeah. all those, like just like it was very much like the Recess opening credits, where you just see all the kids doing their own thing. <laughs> yeah, and like it was, um, like it was kind of like fun in like a stupid way, where it was like like when they sing the camp song. Nothing at this camp is as it seems. We're all like undercover, and it's just like the parents are all there, and it's like, wait, they're actually singing this. Uh... I mean, it, yeah, it's like it's like the Camp Krusty song from from uh, The Simpsons. Krusty <laughs> <laughs> would never kill us. <laughs> That's not actually a line. I know many of the lines, and I won't subject anyone to them. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like the camp sequence was like fine and like even like the first action sequence was like all right like it's stupid but like it was still like fun to watch which was like the first action like uh uh like when they the the soldiers invade the the camp okay yeah 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 but like when he goes to london like that whole it's just like that scientist in the underground was morally unsettling yeah (laughs) yeah yes he was horrendous and also we have a guy who stole mind control technology. Let's send a 16-year-old agent after him? Not, like, some of our most trained, deadly assassins? Yeah, I empathized with him the most when he said, um, so I'm stealing mind control technology and the best they can send after me is this schmuck uh, and you? And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. you raised some really valid points. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm not sure, like, well, I've, you saw my comment, but I was like, yeah. I agree with him. It's like, because they're not supposed to legally be operating in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some kind of like international treaty they signed where it's like only child agents. Yeah, only like yeah, only agents under the age of like 19 can operate. Like, like what? There's no rule in the rule book that says that a child soldier can't infiltrate the sovereignty of another <laughs> nation. You must be under this height to to infiltrate our country. <laughs> I just okay. I'm, I'm like scrolling up our chat because we had some really good. Show me where um, in the real book it says a dog can't play basketball. It can <laughs> thanks to our new mind control technology. <laughs> yeah, build a statue of me. Oh my god! When he brings down that screen, like that was just. I will replace Parliament with a gigantic statue of me and my dog. Dog, yeah. <laughs> I'm like you have mind control technology like you can do so much with that and you are going to place a giant statue of yourself and your dog what i wonder if he means the building parliament or like the institution of parliament (laughs) (laughs) at the very least the building like it was very much because it was it was down over the his literal view of it and it was replacing it in in physicality but perhaps also the idea of it the dentist was pretty good. I, oh man, M- most of the time. The dentist. Um, I thought the villain in the opening was like fine. Like he did. Like it was like kind of like haha. Like he's a he, drill instructor. He went all me. over the place. Yeah. I mean, this movie went all over the place. So. <laughs> yeah, but like he would definitely be one of the brighter spots for me. Um, just the, the wood woodwind kid. Yeah, yeah, woodwind buddies. Yeah, she, she she was she, good. 
Yeah, I I said like in the chat like she's the only part of the movie I actually remember. <laughs> oh, and the mind control sequence is like in the room with all the sovereigns, and they he's just controlling like twelve different people to do shenanigans. Yeah. Like I'm gonna oh put the shrimp in your drink and stir it with my finger. I'm gonna kick you in the butt literally until you fall but, over. <laughs> well, we were like joking when they like had mind control. Uh, Cody, when he's in the room, it's like you have mind control technology. You have an agent in the CIA mind controlled, and you're gonna blow his cover for a goof. So, so he can yeah for a goof. Like it's like so you could throw food at people. They were all really into that that goof though. Oh oh, they were they were, st- <laughs> they were st- <laughs> like so- I I they totally make sense for the dentist. That's very much his his yeah. uh, like attitude in that movie maybe for the mad scientist because he's just so happy his thing's working yeah do not understand why the cia agent was so into making a goof out of cody becks yeah like like the dentist at least like he knew what he wanted to be and oh boy like was he going out of his way to do it like he he like I, i'm sure like he grew up being like i want to be like a uh, uh, you know a villain sidekick or something like that. So when this happened, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll, f- I'll fucking implant like microchips into people's teeth." It's just I want to be a mad dentist. Do you mean a mad yeah. doctor? No, no. <laughs> I have reasonable goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he had a boxing video game integrated yeah. into the mind control software, so that he could. <laughs> he was controlling twelve people at once with that joystick. Like who the. F- Oh man, and, and that high uh, levels of abstraction, and that one agent like you have the drop on this dude, kick him in the head, knock him unconscious, and then do other stuff. No, she's gonna like, aren't you a little old for video games? And like delivering like one liners at him, I'm just like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Speaking of one liners, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I was gonna bring that up later, but go ahead, nail it. Put that on your lunchbox. Yep. Put that on your lunchbox. Punch knocks him out. Was that yeah? Somehow supposed to be a callback? I maybe don't, to I the don't... camp. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't. Maybe at some point during the writing process while they were filming, it, <laughs> it was a callback. <laughs> oh my god! And then just like I can only assume they ref- they filmed every scene recursively outwards from its uh, center point. <laughs> I like some of the lines, like, like when they, when he get out, like when he gets out of the facility, it's just like, man, like this is like really bad mind control. And it's like, no worse. You are late for class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad his little brother wasn't in it much. He was probably the worst actor. Yeah. His, so his lines at the end were so flat. His lines at the beginning were very flat too. He oh, just oh, had fewer I, uh, of them. I was going to say the the freshest stuff i have for him is him at the end but it's just like it sounds like he's literally reading off a script yeah uh it's awful it was just like does that does that mean i can have half of his blah blah blah? yeah it was because like the one at the beginning was just like cody's just like hey is that my game device i don't remember what they called it or if it was a real one and he's just like oh how did that get in my pocket yeah or like yeah like you're such a whack job it's like oh okay but mom, dad, he's in the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad just felt like, sure, buddy, sounds like someone wants attention. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, so I know we're probably jumping all over the place on this one. The music. God. The Man. soundtrack of this movie. Fuck what was the... Destination London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they literally... No, they literally did. They wanted, I, I... they literally wanted London Calling, couldn't afford it, so they had a person write London Calling. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like... There's a series of like movie jokes of like like we sure look like a Suicide Squad, don't we? Like like when they put like the title in the movie, it was just like oh man, through that song to put yeah. your just oh god. Well, and like it just like it is like ninety percent of like London Calling. It's so weird. Like it's like okay, you wanted that song, so you got a different song. No. They just got the same song, just like super bootlegged. <laughs> Chinese knockoff. Um, the chase music for the the rock. Oh, and I don't and remember just, it. I I only vaguely just I just remember it being like really stupid. Uh, because it was just weirdly like it's like kind of actiony, but not really. It's why did why did he have a flashlight rocket launcher? Yeah. Well, I mean, why did sorry he... sorry well, a, a torch rocket launcher? He was why in didn't he just creep in through his fucking window and strangle him in his bed? Or 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 shoot, shoot a rocket him, at him? Or yeah or yeah yeah <laughs> shoot a rocket at him when he's sleeping? He can't fucking dodge when he's asleep. Yeah, like he. Uh, Cody did not know that he was caught on the security camera, even though he looks directly yeah. at it. He did not know that you were onto him. You knew where he was staying. <laughs> well, and and I'm going to stand suspiciously on a street corner. Yeah, Good like job twenty twenty years of CIA like service in the CIA. I thought like, he was standing there because he was expecting Cody to come over, and they they have like this this like like a villain off. chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been. Well, I mean, the movie would have done it poorly, but that would have been good. <laughs> but hey, at least it would have made logical sense. Yeah. Instead, it's just like, I'm going to stand here and menace you and yeah, then and like, a rocket at you. Yeah, and like, what's the best outcome? You escape him and then go back to the place he knows you're staying? Yeah. Well, and then he's already run through London shooting rockets at Cody. Probably caught on dozens of security cameras and oh, seen man. by... So many... There are so many security cameras in London. <laughs> I mean, it was 2004, but still. And probably, like, tons of passerbyers. And you choose not to shoot him when he's caught by police? Like, at this point, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, just shoot the fucking guy and leave. Yeah. I that, that part I didn't get. Also, why did the police arrest him? Because he was a kid. Causing ruckus. He was running from a dude shooting rockets at him. Now, that sounds like the imagination of some 16-year-old boy with a, with a forged credit card. <laughs> so the interrogation started with him like, it's like, what are you doing with this, like, it's like, this phony credit card. It's like, it's my dad's in case of emergencies. It's like, dad, what's that code for? He's like, father <laughs> what yeah and then it was just like he's just like there somebody's gonna call on that phone and yell at you and you're gonna apologize to me and he picks up the the phone rings he picks it up like no no i almost got the kid to talk in front of him yeah, yeah. you don't he's almost cracked <laughs> yeah 
he's about to crack. And it's just like, what? Definitely the thing you say in front of the person you're apparently interrogating. Yeah. I just, oh my god. And yeah, the chase music and like, he shot all those rockets and didn't manage to hit either of them. He's so bad. Why does she have a, why does she have a corner office labeled, uh, uh, secret agent? Why does she work in an office? She's 16. Because she's an agent. Keep up. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, from the beginning of the movie, those people on segways in that secret office, did they just go in before Keith David, or were they working there and somehow didn't do anything previously? Like, were there people working in that secret lab guarding guarding the mind control stuff? Or, or was that just a gigantic lab for okay. no reason? Quick question. The CIA director guy. Yeah, Keith he David. sounds like He sounds like the guy, the uh, uh, president from Rick and Morty. It's because he's Keith, Keith David. Is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought they were the same. I just wanted to yeah, check yeah. in. Also, um, Julius from Saints Row. I never played Saints Row, so... Also the president in Saints Row. I've never played Saints Row. <laughs> Sorry, no, he's not the president. You're the president. Wasn't he also in Community? Yeah, yeah, he was in the season five and six of Community. Uh, I've never watched Community. Well, not never watched it, I've only watched a little bit. Uh, yeah, Keith David. Okay, Great cool. voice. Yeah. Yeah, oh, good actor. amazing voice. Yeah, very, very good voice. And like, yeah, definitely one of the better parts of this movie. Uh, oh, oh. Speaking of the chase, tough tiddly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I think it was was it Spencer who said yeah yeah Spencer you're like that's the most like I I absolutely agree like someone goes up to you goes like hi I'm with the CIA I want to commandeer your like vehicle it's like no. <laughs> especially in london oh, yeah yeah like like no I'm, I'm not going to give up my vehicle willingly to you and then he just takes it anyway the guy starts crying and goes like that guy just stole my moped and i'm like yeah exactly that's how you'd feel <laughs> Here, yeah. here's 50 pence buy yourself a donut <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good, genuine reaction. And just, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then obviously, the, the you know, we were just talking about her, but like the British have child soldiers too. Um, well, they have at least is... one. They also have a very old agent in mm. the form of the butler. Yeah. Which, I there's a lot of agents on this case, apparently. Yeah, and evidently most of them have been doing fucking nothing until... Yeah, like, London? I don't know what their goal was. It was obviously not to stop him. And it, Well, I mean, their goal wasn't really to do anything. <laughs> yeah, like, they were just kind of sitting around watching him and twiddling their thumbs. It's like, okay. Also, she, um, at age 16, extensive martial arts background and six languages? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, she's been a field agent since she was four. <laughs> I mean, like, the CIA camp has, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah, maybe that's ten, true. Maybe ten. I forgot, I forgot about that. 
Um, and apparently Cody just knows one language. Is that accurate? He just, like, filled out a... a what did he say in the movie? He, he's like, he's like, I only know one one language, and it's English or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but but like his how he got into the CIA. Oh, I'm trying uh, to remember that something scene. about baseball cards. Yeah, he he filled out some kind of form to be a spy, and the CIA swooped in and took him. Yeah, like it was just like it was like one of those things at the back of a comic book or something. Yeah, I'm just curious yeah. if that's the actual origin from the first movie. I don't I recall. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Um, Man, Man, Spy Kids is a better movie. <laughs> yep. oh, Spy Kids is so much better. Uh, oh, yeah, and one of the weirder shots in the movie was when he's sitting on the, the thing. And, like, it's, like, a close-up on his face, and he's, like, looking, and, like, someone's clearly, like, walk. That was just weird. And then it, like, cuts to the spray that knocks him out, the chloroform or whatever. Oh, that, yes, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of really awkward cuts. There was one in the final fight scene where, like, Cody grabs some nunchucks that somebody gave the queen, and like throws them, and they they spin around the pike he's the guy's holding, and then and then it's like sharp cut, and he has the nunchucks, and he's trying to style on Cody and uh, yeah, and himself some, in the nuts. Yeah. Like, like there's job. no transition of how he actually started holding those or where his pike went. <laughs> um, man, when when I was when I was younger, because I saw the first one, and I remember at one point my mom was like, "Hey, do you? There's like the second movie. Do you want to go see it?" And I was like, "Eh, no, thanks. I'm so glad younger me <laughs> made that decision. Holy shit, younger me, <laughs> fucking brilliant. See now, <laughs> had you seen it then, you wouldn't have had to suffer through it now." Uh, but see, at least I'm getting entertainment value out of watching it with you guys. Like, watching that shit solo would have been just like, oh god. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the throw, like, the food throwing scene, we, we talked a little bit about that, um, where they just are having a great fucking time. They really uh, didn't use the other kids, considering how much they wanted you to think that this somehow mattered as a school thing that, that's the weirdest thing about the whole school thing is that if you removed it like nothing would really change no like we, he doesn't inter he doesn't interact with them enough but then like we they, wouldn't get that sweet song at the end with oh. the with the slavic boy just singing his heart out like like i know what they were going for with that. Like, they definitely wanted it to be this, like, cool, uplifting moment with the final fight scene and everything else like that. Like, the, you know, two different things happening. Uh, I mean, I, was it you, John? Who, yeah, I think it was you, John, who said, this movie wants to do a lot of things, and it does all of them badly. No, it it, it, it was, this, this movie wants to be a lot of things and wants to be them badly. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and it definitely uh, succeeds at the second one. <laughs> Yeah, oh it boy, does de- it ever. Like, this movie desperately wanted to be bad at so many things. <laughs> Again, like, like in a better movie... Well, I mean, like, we've... Uh, I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but I, I feel like I've seen that kind of, like, setup done before, and done well. Like, and, and in theory, it's, like, really cool of, like, you know, have, like, an actual kind of, like, band doing a thing while there's an action scene happening nearby. <sighs> it sucks. Uh, also, the fight choreography sucks. 
in. Like, how was he really, like, like the way he was holding that elephant horn or tusk, uh, and like when Cody's on the ground, I'm like, how are you applying pressure? Yeah. I was wondering that too. It's just like, he's like, I, I'm, I'm gonna hold this here and just hope gravity is enough to kill you. I, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, that does not look like you were actively trying to kill him. I mean, it's why he was so e- easily able to throw it off. Yeah. And, like, imagine being beaten up by a 16-year-old after you worked in the CIA for 20 years. Yeah, but you like, trained that 16-year-old for at least three weeks of, of one summer. Yeah. Uh, ugh. And, like, <laughs> um, just, oh, God, there's, just, there's so much wrong with this. Oh, yeah. Take me to the crib. That's another like like. There's so many like "Hey there, fellow kid" moments in this movie, where I'm just like, "Oh god, they're just trying to hit uh, demographics." Um. Oh man, I'm going to make this person like uh, a head of the mint. That's that's not how government works, bro. <laughs> like like the like the direct opposite of how like democratic governments work, like. Just the bare minimum of fucking research would tell you that. He doesn't have time for research. He's been he's been developing mind control. It's like it's just like it's like like my thing is like okay cool like you mind controlled you know like five or six leaders. What about everyone else? Like there's checks and balances in government. Like you like you generally can't do what you want. In, in any particular position. You can do a lot, but you can't do, like, everything. Oh, just this movie's, like, so stupid with... Sorry, that just kind of annoyed me. Uh, also, being director of The Mint doesn't give you all the money. It does like, if that's... you steal it. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, God. Dude was too busy being a scientist, didn't bother to do basic economics. Like, I really want to know how many more people he was going to mind control, and if he was ever going to hire a second person to be controlling all of them at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe at some point you get, like, maybe it's a pyramid scheme. Maybe you have a mind-controlled person mind-controlling 12 people. And then up a chain, you've got that person controlling 12 people on 12 consoles. <laughs> well, sorry. One console, 12 people, 12 inputs. Oh, and outputs. Like. I, I don't know how they set that up. I don't even know how they set up those machines in the in the uh, palace or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, was, I was just like, that brought me thinking about, like, some of the brighter spots of this movie. The Dentist. Uh, like, he had some, like, the second half of the movie, he had some really good moments. Like, the, um, uh, like, when she's, like, torturing him, and it's like, what's the password? Mind control! And then, like, after she's tying him up, just, like, mind control? Like, like, really? <laughs> um, and then it's the... easy to remember. Yeah, and then the CIA guy comes in afterwards, goes, like, where's the disc? He's like, I, uh, untie me first, checks under the thing. That's where they always keep the backup discs, tears it up. <laughs> Like, you're not gonna, you're gonna leave me here? Yes. Walks out. Well, wait a minute. Ivan, you're a coder. Do you keep your backups taped underneath your desk? Yeah, of course. All those backups that I definitely make on disk with my machine <laughs> that doesn't have a disk drive. 
There you go, folks. A real live coding expert okay. gives you the scoop. In defense of this movie, it was 2004. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what these are supposed to be backups of. If it's just, the, like, the, the mind, mind control, control okay. stuff, I think. I don't know why the, the dentist had it at all. It's know. not his business to have the code. He's just the one using it. So just going through my notes again. That final one-liner. Yep. As we discussed. It's so good. I I, I know, but, like, I have to go back to it because, like, who wrote that down and went, Mmm, nailed it. Perfection. This will be this, this line, this singular sentence shall be the final one-liner of this movie. Perfect. It, like, like, it has to have been intended to be a callback to the camp scene and then got cut or never written. Like, uh, Yeah, that's... I, I agree with you. That's the only thing. I was like, it just... I, I, it's... Oh, it's so bad. It like, and it ma- like there, there's no context for it. It makes absolutely yeah, yeah, no sense. Like, yeah, just go and write that on your lunchbox. It's like... What? 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 The fuck? <laughs> say something about friendship, like your friends yeah, yeah. came and helped you, like yeah, yeah, like like anything, like just like you know, even just like hey, I like I'm 16 years old, and I kicked your ass, like uh, you know, like like I don't know, like something. <laughs> it's just so awful. <laughs> um, I just like like capping off some of my notes. Um. Uh. None of them will ever work undercover ever again. Yeah, very much so. Like, so everyone saw all of that happen. So many people know what happened. So many witnesses. Like, those 12 children are not going to keep the fact that Cody Banks is an agent named Cody Banks secret. (laughs) Among the tons of other witnesses and, like, other people that, like, there's, yeah, there's just so many people who saw that. And also just like all the all the potentially oblivious people at that party were leaving the party, walking between the agents who were very openly talking about how good at agenting they just were. <laughs> Evidently not. And it's weird too, because like earlier in the movie, Cody's like, like he's pretty aware of like, hey, I'm an undercover agent. I need to act that way. Yeah, he loses that quick. When he's, like, talking to the guy, he's like, hey, like, don't blow my fucking cover. Like, are you an idiot? Or, like, yeah, it. it I think that's another um, casualty of the, we're writing this movie while we're shooting it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like, I was, like, initially, like, I was, like, wow, like, like Cody's actually kind of competent. Like, he points out flaws in their plans you know, he like like he's like, I don't play clarinet. Like, why the hell are you sending me on this mission? I can't do this. And they're just kind of like, well, like, you'll do it. Or like when he like, oh, like, there's so many aspects in the first half of the movie that he points out are like, this is really dumb. And like, I'm like, cool, Cody's competent. And then the second half of the movie just like throws that out the window. And the like, oh, she, oh, his mom is a um, TSA agent. Oh, yeah, TSA agent. <laughs> Yeah, he's that, like, what's this on your belt? Like, oh, nail clippers. Oh, that's too sharp for you. Give those to me. And she just takes his fucking nail clippers. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with you having, like, a weapon. It's like, oh, oh okay, TSA agent mom. To be fair, like, that was very big. It has to have been more than just nail clippers. 
It was a large, like, kind of Swiss Army knife. He was probably doing, like, a cover thing. I wasn't looking too closely at it, but it was, it was large. Like, it was a large hunk of metal. I really don't know what it was. It is definitely the kind of thing a TSA agent would tell you to take out of your bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, at the end, she, like, gives him a knife, I think? I yeah, know. she gives him a Swiss Army knife. Like, it was a pretty large one, so it probably has, like, a lot of tools and, like, two or three knives. And tweezers, as she, as, or as he specifically said. Oh, it's got tweezers. Yep. And he's going to share it with his brother. Just like the me- the Mentos he still has for some reason. Then he throws them in. Wait, did those actually ever? Yeah, yeah, they blew with the teeth. That was like the only time they really got used. Yeah. I I thought he was going to blow open that door. And then it's like, nope, just gum. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. They asked if he had his gum. That gum bothered me so much. Never in my life have I ever touched gum and just kept going about my business. <laughs> yeah, really. That guy just fucking, his bare finger touches gum on a door handle and he just keeps walking. And, and in a lab environment. Keeps living his life. Like, he's probably filthy. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. Gum, gum is a filthy habit. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this movie had weird comedic timings, not timings, like moments of comedy that didn't have anything to do with the story. Like at the beginning, there's like, these are some special CIA beanie babies. And then he gets attacked oh, by one. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Never yeah. comes up like, again. I don't, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. And like, that's the and end of Later, that. the two villains are in an elevator and one of them farts. And that's it. That's the, that's the joke. Wow, I must have missed that. I saw that scene. I didn't really realize that's what happened. Yeah, it it was like, like a really quiet fart. <laughs> Damn it, now I'm laughing. But it, it was very quiet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Do we, though? <laughs> there was a Do really it. good, there was a really good one-liner by the wife. Because uh, the music wife, she's like, are they arresting my husband? Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Yes. Marvelous. <laughs> okay, I guess those are the problems at home. Yeah, the look on the other guy's face, too, was just like, huh? <laughs> um, and, like, it was a good follow-up to the I'm leaving you. <laughs> that was that happened earlier. Like, that's, like, the only competent joke that this whole movie, that this movie set up during its whole runtime. <laughs> it was, like, what, an hour, 20 minutes? Like, oh, not hour- including, like, credit hour 40 but so i don't know like okay yeah, yeah. Hour not, not five hour 30 yeah um I, I was thinking like without credits yeah yeah so of like an hour let's be generous say like hour 30 of an hour 30 runtime, there was like one good joke <laughs> and a couple decent physical moments yeah Just, yeah what if you what if they don't have a cavity i'll make one high five yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah! I forgot with the about medical that. Sterile gloves. Yeah, that was that was actually yeah. Sorry. Okay. Okay. That that was pretty good. It's just like it's so hard to like give this movie credit for like the very few things it does well because there's just there's so much awfulness in this movie, like start to finish. Da 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 da. Destination London. Tepper stops. <laughs> it's time it's time uh th- this is going into the 24 slot 24 knocking out rockadoodle right below thumbelina 
Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. This is worse than Rocket and Doodle. I've... Oh, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. Going sorry, sorry. Into into the yeah. twenty five slot. Not yeah, yeah. Just above bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. Ivan. I genuinely thought this would finally get bed knobs and broomsticks out of the bottom. I guess not. Nope. Um, terms of villains. Uh... Uh, I've got down the mind boys. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we'll put because they definitely can't stand on their own. Any of them. No, no. But like together, they were they like. They were yeah. fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I would put them, because they were some of the better parts of this movie, I think number 15 slot? Yeah, that's right about where I was looking. So knocking down dumb, dumb computer. computer right below Shooter McGavin. Yeah, because like... That's where I, about where they I was. They were putting. the better parts of like this movie. Yep, they like dentist really tried to komodo this movie together but he just yeah, didn't have and, enough and like the lord like when he brings down the image with like the, the statue of him and his dog like like that was like i was like okay like that that's kind of funny uh in like a it's so stupid way and like the main villain he had like some decent like, like overall like he was fine he actually he very much made me think of the villain from the recess movie have you seen the recess movie i have not seen the recess Ooh, movie interesting interesting it's been a long time since i've seen it um business dad so yeah i've got agent business dad which would be keith david or just car business dad which is his actual father those are those are my like yeah you could maybe argue for someone else but no i'd say though if he's gonna have a dad it would be one of them um I guess agent business dad, just because he has more of a role and, like, is a bit more business. Because, like, car business dad would probably end up pretty low on the thing because he just shows up, goes like, oh, we're proud of you, son, and, like, you're good, and then, like, leaves. I mean, like, yeah, agent business dad is more business and more dad than car business dad just simply due to, like, literally his car business dad's only purpose is to be oblivious. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think where I would put them. Uh, so, so I guess I'd put them in, I'd put Agent Business Dad in the 13 slot. So That's knocking like... out Archaeology Business Dad from Fifth Element? Yeah. Alright, I can see that. Yeah, like I might reconsider, like, next time we look at the list, but... Yeah, like, he's not really important enough to get... Exactly. To really get do better than that, probably. Yeah, because cause I was like, I was like, there's no way he beats out George Clooney, and I'm like, I guess he's like a bit more business than archaeology, business dad, and a bit more dad even. Yeah, yeah. Like he has more time to be a bit more dad. So, I can't believe archaeology business dad made it onto this list. <laughs> I think that was a time when we were pretty desperate for things to fill out this list. We we're desperate for daddies. <laughs> and yeah cody banks i guess yeah, makes yeah. it into never end the glory oh boy with along with in this current bracket uh luke from the witches right yeah Damn, yeah the, it's mm. quite the roster we're starting yeah, on. i was gonna i was gonna say yeah. this power level is pretty high already it's like luke's no slouch and 
Cody Banks is like the only competent person in that movie. Like, and even competent is like, hmm. Yeah, he definitely fluctuates. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, and I mean, again, like, this really seems like one of those, like, it's the writing's fault, but like, really. Like, he has moments where it's like, holy shit, like, yeah, no, he's doing good shit. And then other times where it's like, Cody, why? Uh, anyone else have anything they really want to say? Spencer? No. Come on, let's let's hear some more of your thoughts on this movie. Oh, I never want to think about this movie again. <laughs> I want to hear more of your thoughts. Why don't you want to ever hear or think about this movie? Go. Continue. Finish your thoughts. <laughs> so. Time for some arbitrary ratings of an arbitrary film. Alright, I rank this movie one chewed, wet, sticky piece of gum on a door handle (laughs) out of a very professional worker who just powers through the rest of their day. I give it zero out of five (laughs) secret agent rocket launchers. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's pretty fucking brilliant actually um oh i hate this movie um (laughs) (laughs) oh god oh i I guess i'll give this movie a zero out of a g7 summit i'd give this movie one piano playing dog out of one prodigal band of improvising uh rock songs from the 80s oh that that way they sang war right by yeah Evan star yeah uh, as always i've been your host ivan i'm shauna i'm spencer and i'm tepper uh thank you all for watching you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com where we often watch better movies somehow like Apparently it's possible when you just start scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, and a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye.